Ladies and gentlemen, you are so welcome to the final episode of the Tuned In podcast for 2023. So as you may have guessed from the title and the description of this episode, it is somewhat different to what it normally is. So yes, we have a guest for you, but today's guest is me. So it is. So I had this idea a number of weeks ago that I wanted to reintroduce myself in so many ways and I wanted to do that not by a solo episode but by asking a friend to join me on the Tuned In podcast. So the person that straight away when this idea popped into my head, my friend Siobhan Mungavin, who I have had on this podcast, gladly said yes and that is where today's conversation goes. We just chat, we talk, she asks me questions and this is how I wanted to finish off the podcast for this year. So that is all I'm going to to tell you. So as I always say when I am introducing my guest, can you please welcome to today's episode of the Tuned In Podcast, Celine Brennan. And here we are at the end of 2023, the final episode of the Tuned In podcast. And it's a little bit of a spin, isn't it, my dear? It is very much so. Thank you so much for having me on. It's it's an honor, actually, to take your seat for today. And it's, it's today, today we're getting to know you because I think of the last while we have you take the time to get to know everybody else. But today is um today is all about Selena and getting to know you and your well-being journey. And you know, it's it's I I said that when when I this idea came into my head a number of weeks ago, you were the first person, Siobhan. Oh, thank you. You were the first person. And I just do you know when something just feels good and I'm like, this is a great idea, something different. And like that, like I know I have the introduction way, way back, but so much more of life has happened since and I just thought okay let's let's update this introduction so here we are here we are so very <laughs> I suppose I want to start off with today with just just asking very simply how are you doing how am I doing I am I'm going to use the the typical Irish oh I'm good I'm good I'm good grand. <laughs> I'm grand yeah sure not a bother of me um I am going through some and you know this you know this from our endless voice clips um a real shift I am in a season of big shifts at the moment I have stepped back from work the past the past two months probably nearly and it's something in so many ways that I can't talk about yet because I'm in the middle of it but I'm at the point of this change that I feel in so many ways, I won't say that I'm coming out of it because I think we're always in it. So we are, that's life itself. But it's just, it feels good. It's, there's, there's definitely that shift that's just, I'm just the last only shy, shy of a month that I'm feeling really good. And it's just, it's interesting where life is going to take me in 2024. So that is how I am feeling. (laughs) It's very interesting you mentioned there the element of change and um, I do think of as uh, Irish people we're very we're very nervous and very scared of 
the elements of change. And I can definitely put my hands up when when the element of change comes into one's life. So it's um it's interesting to see you today and even the smile on your face when you say about the the comfortableness and the, the safety with change as well. Change can change can be a good thing. Do you agree? Absolutely. One hundred percent. And I think it's it's something that we're still you know, as a nation, we're still getting used to. I, the way I do, I think of it is, think of it as taking a step forward. I believe that as a nation, we're, you know, that front foot hasn't landed yet. We're still getting very comfortable talking about emotional and mental health in this country. And we're making huge progress and it's incredible. And I just think that's where the change it's, it's, that's what change is. It's, it's it's talking about where we are, where we're going, where we're coming from with our mental and emotional health. And it it can be scary. It can be seen as a very much so daunting thing. Massive, massive things have to, you know, have to change in your life, you know, to feel positive and, you know, optimistic and all of these words. And, and you know, what we see, what's perceived on social media as such. And it's just, I think it's important to talk about it that, you know, I say us people, in other words, anyone that's in the wellbeing industry that is present on social media, that we don't have it all sorted in any way. And forgive me, I'm saying we, I know I'm putting a judgment out there, but I know personally me, I don't. And that's why I have no problem saying that I'm very much so going through something at the moment. And it's just as I say, it's that season of life that I am in. It's not going to be for forever. I will figure things out. Some things take longer than other, but it's um, it's good. I, I like the change. I don't want, it, you know, life to be stagnant. It's it's that forever learning that I've, you know, I have. It's my pact that I've made with the universe that I will happily forever learn. I know I'm not going to have it all together and that's and that's OK. There's a sense of listening to you there's a sense of security within yourself to know that that you're going to be okay but there's also that sense of um for me listening to you that relatability that look none of us have it together and mm-hmm. we're all human at the end of the day and we all have our our good days and our bad days and it's interesting that you speak about social media because social media is something from my own perspective that I speak um quite a lot about and how social media kind of portrays the, the perfection in our lives and the perfectness of our lives but it's not it's not truly a reality and I think that's really the 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 theme of today we are talking about your um the emotional and the mental well-being but um today it's about you and I want you to take us right back to your own well-being journey oh my goodness oh my goodness where I say, where do I start? I I think our well-being journey, you know, from the moment we step foot on this earth is is happening. But where it is all, where a big change started was, and I've talked about this, um, you know, in the past that I take it back to the beginning of 2013. I was about to say 2023 there. (laughs) 2013. And I don't remember this story fully, but... What I think I remember of it, that somebody, I think it was a personal training client at the time, recommended a Louise Hay book to me, The Power Is Within You. And I have no idea why it was suggested to me. 
but I went and I purchased it and I read it. And that is in a nutshell where it all changed for me. I started practicing gratitude and this journey over the course of the last almost 11 years has just has continued to unfold because of that book. It was interesting when I was doing a little bit of research about you. <laughs> and that was that was the book that kind of stood out to me. I don't um I'll be honest, I don't really know very much of Louis Hay, Louise Hay's work, but the power within you. And I think that title of a book just it kind of just it just came from the sheet and kind of struck me a little bit. So again, I just would like to ask you the power within you. What does that really mean for you? So it was a book that kind of resonated in your life during that time. And it was something that spoke to you. But the power within you, what does that mean for you? Oh, goodness. That's such a good question. I'd be able to answer that now. Back then, I I didn't think, I don't even know why I have no idea. Like, like I said, I, I was in such a haze back then. I have no idea. Did I research Louise Hay after it was suggested or do I did I just take this person's word and went and I purchased the book? Um, I don't again, what I I don't remember thinking, OK, this is quite it's quite a strong title to a book. Very much so. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I love, like if I were in the moment to answer that question, that and I and again I, I I repeat this all the time. If it's if it be on social media, and I know I don't have a presence on social media at the moment, and I have intentionally stood back, but um, that everything we have is within us. Every answer we need is within us. Our happiness, joy, contentment, fulfillment, whatever it is that you are looking for, it lies within us. It's just that we have to take the time to pause and bring awareness into our life so that we can understand, okay, how is it that we go forward? Where is it that we want to go forward with that? Everything is within us. And it's and that's what that book taught me, that I started off practicing gratitude the change that 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 simple practice brought to my life is incredible. I am forever grateful for the practice of gratitude. And shortly afterwards, affirmations, because Louise Hay is known for her affirmations. And that was the next thing I took on. And it just, like I said, my journey just kept unraveling from there. And it was me that done it. Now, I won't say that do you know, it is so important to look for help. And I've had coaches over the past 10 years and, you know, I have reached out. I I, I say it all the time. My therapy is voice clipping. I love it. <laughs> you can't get me off. So do I, girl, so do I. <laughs> and it's it's just that continuous unraveling. And I don't think there I, I don't believe there's there's a full end to it. I I do think there is a point that you will reach contentment and I'm I'm just I'm very much so on the the tip of that iceberg um but everything you need is within you it's just having that trust and that belief that you know that it is within you it's just as I said taking the intentional time to pause and bring about the awareness to understand where it is you need to go where you want to go how you want to do it who you want to be how you want to show up in the life all of that great stuff all that beautiful stuff. Um, beautiful stuff. <laughs> because it is a, such a powerful statement, the, the power is within you. And I know from my own perspective, with, with, with being in a bad place, 
or not a difficult place in life or a place where you're struggling. If somebody had said to me back in the day, the power is within you. I'd say now you can go and <laughs> find it yourself because I can't find it. But you, you also mentioned beautiful techniques and tools there that you that you used with the the affirmations and the sense of gratitude. And I think the sense of gratitude is such an important one because mm-hmm. we're always looking for more. We're always looking for better. We're always looking to strive better. But just that sense of contentment of what we have in this moment in time is the power within you for me. Mm-hmm. And I think one, one of the most beautiful things that you mentioned there, and it's something because you and I are coaches and it's something that we instill in, in all the clients in which we work with is is you're doing the work so be mm-hmm. proud of the mm-hmm. be proud of the effort that you're putting in today it might be you might feel it's only a small bit but today you're putting in that little bit extra tomorrow you're putting in a little bit more it's to put that encouragement piece into the person as well and that self-belief 100 like you said i think are very important tools that it seemingly have helped you along your journey, but now you're helping and supporting other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And I just, I love what you're saying that it's just that encouragement. There's, you know, that we lean on that judgment so much, that self-judgment and that ridicule, because again, what we're perceiving through the world of social media, not to blame it obviously all on social media, but, you know, it is very much so a, a large part of today's society. and. It's, it's amazing what you're saying that even if you are showing up 1% every day, that's you. You are doing that. So don't ridicule yourself. And I know like I'm I'm victim to this. I do this and I'm not, you know, obviously voicing that I'm perfect in any way, shape or form. But there, it's, it's again, bringing that awareness into your life to say, oh, gosh, wow. Gosh, I'm after doing that task and I have put that off for a week. That is incredible. I am after showing up for myself today and voicing those words so that you, your brain can hear you saying that, that it's just it's it's you giving that, you know, that mental, that emotional round of applause that you deserve that, you know, that a little bit of encouragement we need, isn't it? The one thing that I um um you and I know each other uh, personally. So there's there's one thing I do notice about you and it's, it's how you speak to yourself. And I think. That's something I've really learned from you as your friend and speaking to myself, because I would have been an absolute devil with the way I spoke to myself back in the day. I would have called myself all sorts for like maybe not not being my best, not doing my best. Mm-hmm. And there would have been a sense of a perfectionist in me. But knowing you and the way you work and your your sense of compassion and I'm just curious with your sense of compassion, self-compassion. How has have you introduced that into your life? Because yes, you're very realistic. You do you do speak about yourself in a way that's realistic, but you're not, I excuse my language, you're not being dogmatic towards yourself. So I'm interested from that perspective. How does one stop that? Isn't that amazing that you have noticed that about me? Very you've just so. you you've <laughs> actually you've made my day. <laughs> Very much so. I have noticed it quite a bit over the last while. Even if when I do be video um voice clipping you, I'd be like, rah, 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 this is happening today. Then Selena comes on and she's so calm. It's like everything will be fine. <laughs> how how has that happened in your life? That again, I suppose what I'm getting at is 
that sense of calmness and contentment. So Louise Hay was part of that journey. What happens after that? Take me, take me through it. I think I've just gotten to the point that I have been that person for, for so long that judge myself for everything and anything for not having achieved this, for not being this size and, you know, not being as good as them or whatever it may be. I've just, I've had that too much that obviously clearly, like I, like I, I, that I, I obviously wanted to change. And that's what I've been working at the past 10 years. But I think very much so in my coaching role over the course of the past five or so years that I see others doing that. And it, it, it breaks me. It breaks me when I can see something different in that person. And, and obviously I can see the goodness, the, the beauty. And I'm not, and I know these words may seem cheesy, but I, I'm being so genuine here. And it just, it's kind of, I've made a promise to myself that I won't continue being that way, that I just, I can't do it anymore. I'm exhausted from, so, you know, the the earlier years in my life and even into my 20s and I have voiced this to you before that that I just don't want that for my life anymore I know there is an end destination to here on earth and I don't want to spend it ridiculing myself it's just it's something that I've become to hate in so many ways and I think because I know myself that I continue to show up in you know, some days it's just that one percent and other days it's it's bigger. I have, you know, incredibly productive days and great days and and my life looks all put together. And then, like I said, there's other days that, that it's not the case. But I just I just want to just pat myself on the back and I know that I'm I'm doing something. But with regards to the compassion side, I think that came through my mindfulness training. That was definitely the biggest thing. And I, I think I voiced that um, on my previous episode with Rachel O'Sullivan, because that was her biggest take away from the mindfulness training. And it was mine. Compassion is incredible. And like anything, anything else, it, you know, it's that understanding behind it. And, you know, it's practice. Um, It can feel a little bit uncomfortable, but it's very freeing. And I think because I've had one or two, I'm going to say one or two um, incidents that happened while I was practicing um, compassion. And because I brought compassion into those incidents, it's just, it's, it's amazing just how you can let go that I park aside what happened, what I wasn't happy with, how I showed up in the moment. And it was just, it was so freeing. And that's that's the word that I would use. It's just it's freeing just not to have that ridicule and judgment overtake my life on a regular basis. Because I think as humans, we we automatically judge or <clears throat> excuse me, we automatically judge or there's that negative, that negative Nancy comes into our mm-hmm. brains. But it's 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 interesting to hear you speak there. What you say that it's a practice, and um, mm-hmm. I know you come from the the fitness the fitness world as well. Like, and I do think we we spend an awful lot of time um with our physical health, but I think people don't um kind of neglect our mental and emotional well being, and that's an exercise as well. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a muscle that needs to be exercised as, as well. Like um 
again, like we were, we we're very much focusing on our physical attributes and we need to go to the gym and we need to eat healthy, which we do a hundred percent. But I think it's, it's easier for people to neglect their mental and emotional well-being because it's something we can hide behind, but that needs just as much of uh, compassion or tender, loving care as mm-hmm. your, as your physical health. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's why I do the work. And again, I've said this so many times. It's why I do the work that I do today is through working in the fitness industry for 15 years, because I noticed way too often that, you know, a lot of people were limited. They could not achieve their goals because their mental and emotional health got in the way. And that's what woke me up to to a lot of this that it's not just about it's it is not just about the physical health we can sell it so easy because we see we see the results straight away we see when our biceps are you know are toning up our quads that we can lift you know press more on the leg press whatever it may be um whereas our mental and emotional health a lot of it is in the background it's hidden it's behind closed doors and because you know we live in a world I again, I say this all the time, I repeat this all the time, that we live in a world of instant gratification. We want the results now. So we do. And and I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm making all of what I do now sound unpretty as such, but it takes time. It You know, it takes effort. It takes that awareness to step forward and to say, right, OK, well, I go to the gym three times a week, but what am I going to do now for my mental health? What am I going to do for my emotional health? How am I going to show up that way? And it's just, and saying that, I I actually, I don't believe that pe- people will see it. Like I've had it, I've had it. Oh my goodness, time and time again said to me over the course of the last number of years, Celine, you're glowing. And I'm not the size that I, anyone that knows me, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a bigger size physically than what I was. I don't have the shape that I used to. I'm not fit the way that I used to be, but I beam. And I say that with not, with not arrogance, but with, you know, with full belief that I'm beaming compared to the person I was prior to the, to the 10 years ago, almost 11 years ago. Because and that is because of the work that I've put in with my mental and emotional health. It's interesting you say there where you say that I don't want to I don't want it to sound um unpretty what I do, but I think that's the important part of the journey or the piece of the puzzle that sometimes it is unpretty and sometimes mm-hmm. it is messy, but to know that it can become clearer, can it can become pretty, but like mm-hmm. you have to sit in the unprettiness and you have to sit in the uncomfortableness in order to to move forward in order to get on that journey so <clears throat> I think it's okay to to say that it's um it's unpretty and mm-hmm. it is difficult because the work that you put into yourself and I can 100% see it in you the work that you put into yourself it is difficult I am a realist in life as well it is um it is it is unpretty but it's the best and the most rewarding work you will ever do. And that's what I see in you now. That's what I see. I see I see the hard work that you've put in, but I also see the result of the hard work. And the result of the hard work is you beaming. The, 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 hard, the result of the hard work is that the sense of compa- compassion within yourself and the sense of contentment. So I'm looking at that. I'm looking at the outcome more so than 
the struggle because the struggle is always going to be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. We get comfortable with that. It's always going to be. I remember Pat Dively saying before that it was easy because he obviously came from the 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 fitness side of things like myself and then obviously moved into to the work that he does today. And uh, I am hugely grateful actually to Pat. I've learned so much from him over the course of the past the past six or so years. But he had voiced that it was, you know, it was easy. It is easy. It, it still is easy today to sell physical fitness. It's what we do. It's not easy. And and I know that from having my own, my own, you know, um, gym studio company for for five years, I, it was very little effort. It was very little effort to get people in the door, whereas it is different. I am noticing that that's not the case uh, for the work that I that I do today. But I think I just I continue to show up I, as myself because I think I am the proof of what this work does do you know I'll never force people or lie to people just to get people in the door it's a case of I have went through this work I know what works and what has worked for me and it's just I think you know it's so true what they say like you know you are your own your own product this is and (laughs) you know when people can 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 see me in person that and you know how I show up in social media and stuff that it's a case of like yep I'm not lying to anybody. This is the work that I do. And this is what I truly, truly believe in. Yeah. I think when I when I hear you speak again and I um, being part, being a small part of your life, I think the word that comes to my mind when I when I think of Selena is the word authentic. And um, that's my core value. Yeah. And I, I and it was interesting when I when again when I was um looking you up and stuff that that was one of your core values because like it's it's one of those words that came to my mind straight away because you are you are what you see is what you get and you know you you're you're a sound person and you're a solid person and like that's just so I'm kind of interesting to 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 see from your perspective so it is one of your core values like you've just mentioned so what does what what does authenticity mean to you then the way that I've always voiced it is that I want to be who I say I am. And that's, you know, that is the driver that I will do my very best not to lie to people, if it be in my personal life or in my professional life. So if you want an honest opinion about a dress that you might wear, don't come to me. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> <laughs> um, it is so important. And, I, and I've been... The thing is, I think I've been doing, I've been living life that way for for a long time, because what takes me back is that when I had the gym studio, there were certain classes people were telling me to to have a part of my business and it wasn't my thing. But I knew you could make money by teaching these classes. And I was like, no, I'm not going to teach something that I don't love. And again, for anyone that's listened to this, that has been has been to my classes like Rebound, and, um, which is basically aerobics on a trampoline, was my biggest love. I just and I think and I I would be quite confident to say that people enjoyed that class, you know, and, it, you know, there's, so there was a number of di- um, different classes like that. I thought something that came from my heart and that's what I continue to do today. Now, I will be very honest, uh, <laughs> um, talking about authenticity, that sometimes it goes against me. 
Now, I have to watch saying that because I think that's a little bit of me getting caught up in a victim mentality. But I just I refused to show up other than anyone else but myself. And it's um, it's hard as I it just goes back to that. I'm still trying to figure out five years into this business how to make it sustainable, how to make it work for for a long period of time. Um, but I'll just I have to show up my, as myself. I just I know that I'm not aligned. I know my off days or the likes of if I show up in a particular situation and it's great. Now, me, do you ever get those the, those feelings and you walk away and you're like, oh, I am so annoyed with myself that I voiced whatever it may be or I acted in certain, and I just know it's just quite simply that my that just I did not I was not living that moment with my values and that I was off alignment and that's yeah that's that's how I show up with authenticity it's like my third baby I just just yeah it's beautiful to you to listen to but I'm just curious because we live in the we live in the digital age and we live in the age of where Instagram and social media are are prime elements of of our businesses and do you find it difficult then to to be as authentic online? Because I'll be honest, from my own perspective, that's what kind of stops me going online because sometimes you have to be this, either this really happy, clappy person and everything in your life is absolutely wonderful or your life has to be completely in the, the pot. There's no kind mm-hmm. of, there's no kind of medium with social media. So I guess my question is, do you find it more difficult to be authentic on social media? And that's nothing against you. Mm-hmm. That's just no, no. Social media in general, is it, is it as a healthy place as we think it may be? I think it's it's down to obviously, you know, what you can control with, with social media. I adore Instagram. I say that to everyone. I find it, um, gosh, I was about to say a very positive place, but that wouldn't be true because I know where the hidden nooks and crannies are that, you know, um, and I can fall victim sometimes that if I see an interesting post, I'm like, oh, I know some people are going to be triggered by that. And I'll go into the comments. So, again, this is me showing that I am like and I tell people, don't dare go into the comments. Like, why would you do that? You're just going down a rabbit hole. But I do it because I'm intrigued by people, you know, by human behavior. But um. So I had said at the start of of this chat that I'm not my presence and I know that myself um, is not I'm not on social media as as much as as I was. Um, I'm. I think because I'm going through that shift, I've just I've, and I'm not working and yet I see my I see my page as as a somewhat as a personal blog as such, because I do chat now. I don't have my children. I've, I've chosen that. I've made that decision intentionally not to have my kids any anymore on social media. So I do find it difficult that way showing up or, you know, when there may be something with regards to my kids. I don't know if that makes sense. But um like at the beginning, like our elves have obviously come to to visit for for Christmas. And at the beginning I was, you know, you know, for the sheer fun and jokes of it. But I had to I, I decided, not necessarily decided, I felt it was wrong that a, with everything that is going on in Gaza at the moment, 
I just I can't show up. I wanted to show up. Do you know what what the elves done this morning? It was hilarious. It was it was so funny. But there's that part of me that just, you know, my heart, you know, heartstrings are just tugging, kind of thinking, I can't do this. I just I can't show up how I want to show up with, as I said, everything that's that's going on. Um, I'll always do my best to be to show up as my real, authentic Irish culty person <laughs> that I am. Love it. <laughs> um, I think I portray that well yeah. on on stories. I'll, you know, um, I I've I've always say that you know I'll try my best. Like I won't when I'm having the chats, I won't put a filter on. I do that on purpose. I will try, you know, the days that I'm not wearing makeup to show up with no makeup. Um, little things like that to force myself out of the comfort zone and to show people that right okay I'm voicing that I'm authentic and here I am like to mean without makeup or you know it's just it's it's that encouragement to to show other humans um but I still get caught down the rabbit hole of kind of you know going onto my page and saying hmm does my page look well now and is it approachable to people I like like I very much so very much so because it's very it, Instagram is visual it, it it is it's visual so I do get caught up on that but um but I think that's I, where the um the self, self-compassion comes in like because at the end of the day from what I can see 100% you show up very authentically on your page and like you just mentioned there if something doesn't sit right with you you don't do it again that's authentic but then like it's okay then I think the sense of compassion needs to come in for us. If we, if we do fall down the rabbit hole, if we do fall down the rabbit hole and we're scrolling through Instagram for 10 or 15 minutes extra than in the day, that's okay. So be it. it's, it's, not, yeah. it's not to beat ourselves up about it. It's to like get back up on the bandwagon again and try mm-hmm. better again tomorrow. It's 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 Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Do you know, it's different that if you find that a month is down the line, you're like, gosh, I am just stuck. And, and I'm obviously using Instagram because I'm not on Facebook any longer. But um, that if you're just constantly on Instagram, you know, then, you know, I would recommend to a person to pause and just step back and say, okay, you can see that your form isn't as good or that you're irritated or whatever, you know, you're irritated and then you step into Instagram or you're irritated when you come off Instagram, whatever it, whatever it may be, then that's different. But absolutely like it. I mean, there's plenty of evenings that, I'm chilling and I'm happy on Instagram because, as I said, I love it. The, the the accounts that I follow feed me, feed me with knowledge, with goodness, um, with inspiration, all of that, you know, great stuff. And, and that's OK. And that's OK. So if it's whatever, I was about to say a Friday evening because, you know, Friday is a chill day in our <laughs> But even if it's a Monday night and I have, you know, stuff to do. If I if I'm stuck on Instagram, that's that's fine. That's fine. Just I think you've hit the nail on the head there with a very important golden nugget. And I think it's something that we can all learn from. It's who you follow and mm. the the content in which we are consuming. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you're if you're following um empowering, whether it's women, men, whatever, whatever field you're in or whatever field you're interested in, if it's something that's going to feed you and feed your emotional and um, mental well-being happy days because that's the information that knowledge is power that's that's the education we want but if it's if it's something that's not serving you if it's something that's making you feel a little bit worse than what you're already feeling then that's the thing that needs to be questioned mm-hmm. that's that's the, it's the content that you are viewing from my own perspective that needs to be 
to be questioned. So That's absolutely, there are, um, and, and you know, it's just it's doing it by your rules. This is like in the likes of social media, you have full control over it. And I'm going to be again very honest here that there are some incredible accounts that I have come across, and only in the past seven days in relation to what is going on in Gaza, out in Gaza. And I want to stay informed and I feel I'm getting more from these these Instagram accounts. But what I have chosen to do and people may disagree with this and that's and that's fine. But I have to I, I'm choosing this for my my both my mental and emotional health is that I have chosen not to follow them because I can't have them coming up on my feed all the time because there are days when I am low and to see this continuously on my feed, I just, I'm not strong enough to do that. But yet I will, you know, if it be every 24 hours or um, 48 hours or so, I will check out those accounts and I will see what is happening. And I know, like I said, there will be people think, well, that's wrong because you're not facing what's going on in the world at the moment. And I get that, but I have to, I have to, you know, I still have two young children. I have my family to, to show up with. I have to do it, um, you know, as best that I can, but yet not living, you know, in my own little bubble. And that's, again, that's just a little, um, a little thing that, that I, I can understand where you saying that people may think that in a certain way, but I would also mm. see that from a different perspective. I would see that, well, Selena is in the driver's seat of her life mm-hmm. and she's she's in control. Mm-hmm. And she is allowing herself to be informed, but not be consumed. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between being informed and wanting to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between consuming you and we sometimes somewhat getting a bit obsessive about it. Mm-hmm. So there is there is a borderline. And I do think what you're doing is 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 quite a from, again from my own personal perspective it's quite a healthy um it's kind of a, a very healthy way of doing it and and I do see that as when person again correct me if I'm wrong that your whole mindfulness um your whole mindfulness training I do feel that's kind of coming into play here because you're mindful of what's going on you're not you're not sticking your head in the clouds you know what's going on but you're also mindful of your own emotional and mental well-being and where you are at and where your family is at and mm-hmm. you showing up for your best self for your kids but also showing compassion and consideration for what's going on in different parts of the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely it's so true and it's again and I, I just I'm voicing that for you know to to for anyone that's listening that they're it's just there are there are things that you cannot change, but there are things, a lot of things in life that you can control. And it's just a voice that you can do it your way. Again, like I said, not everybody may agree with what I'm doing. And there's probably plenty that will be like, oh, that's really interesting. Actually, that's a good point. But for me, how I show up every day, I I chew, I have to I have to do it this way. Um, And as you said, it's not I'm not living my life with my head stuck in the clouds. It's, you know, but um. It's just being aware of what is working for me. Because I do think an awful lot of people, what we can control and what we can't control. And this is coming from a queen. And I'm putting my hands up in the air when I say this. <laughs> a queen. For sometimes I fall down the rabbit hole thinking I can control everything around me because it comes from my own trauma with my own health and stuff. But And it's my mindfulness that has to come into play to think, well, the only thing I can control, Sean, is you right now 
how you react and how you respond to things. Mm -hmm. I think if we could keep saying that to ourselves, mm -hmm. the only thing we can do is change ourselves. I can't change the world. I can't mm -hmm. change the I can't, don't get me wrong, I can help and support somebody. Mm -hmm. I can't make somebody do something just because I believe it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. 100%, so, 100% agree. Yeah, the element of change, like I said at the beginning of today's um, episode, it is scary. But I think we, we want to change everybody else before we, we actually take the courage to change ourselves because it's not so scary if I want to change Selena. It's not so scary. I'll say, oh, do you need, you need to change this, this and this. So I go into Sergeant Major, Siobhan, but if you turned around and said, Siobhan, you need to change this, this, this. Well, our defensive come, our defensiveness comes up straight away. Like, what do you mean I need to change this? I'm perfect. I'm grand. But like, you want to change everybody around you, Siobhan. Mm -hmm. So yes, I think the element of change is a huge thing within society, but it starts with you. Absolutely. Nobody else starts with you. And the control element is with you and your life, not controlling everybody else's life. 100%, 100% agree. And it's just that if we allow ourselves to, to be, I was going to say to believe that not, we're not obviously trying to force anybody, but just for people to understand that it's okay for you to make your own decisions. What works for you, it's, it's boundaries. That's what this, this is what we're actually talking about. And that, that's what, that boundary is what I created with regards to not following, choosing not to follow. That is a boundary that I had to put in place. Um, and it's not a case of, you know, it's a big steel, you know, wall or big brick wall or that it's, you know, I can knock down that wall whenever need be. I can chop and change it. Um, and I think a lot of people can think that with regards to boundaries, but it's just something that I have chosen to do for myself. But it's my decision, do you know. And there's a sense of peace within that. It's your decision. It's it's a boundary you've put in place. But yes. It's open to change. It's open Absolutely. to being tweaked every so often, but mm -hmm. it's not that brick wall. You're not stuck in that spot. Mm -hmm. like you may think a certain way today, but it's not to say that next week and once time you may be able to change that. Absolutely. That's okay. That's being, again, that's a growth mindset. That's not just being a stuck, fixed mindset, the black and white. Sometimes, sometimes there is gray and it's okay to think a little gray sometimes. Absolutely. 100% agree with you. So we're coming to the end of 2023. I had to think about it there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> how, has, how has Selena shown up for herself in 2023? Oh, my goodness. Uh, how have I, say that again to me, how have how I shown has up? Been, how has Selene shown up for herself? In 2023. Oh, oh, 2023 has been not the year that I expected. Um, I've oh goodness, goodness, this could be an episode in it in itself. <laughs> I have I'm I'm at the point of the year that I can say with full conviction that I am so incredibly proud of myself for as I said at the beginning the the season of life that I'm going through right now that 2023 was not the year that I wanted um and that would be with regards to my career it has it, I won't say change it just hasn't went the way that I have wanted and this has been happening for a while and I think 2023 has been the big game changer that 
that I have intentionally stepped back and and have said to myself that, okay, this this all needs to change. I cannot. I'm not happy anymore. This needs to. I really need to sit with this. And that is why I chose to take time. I'm not fully away from work, but I very much so stepped away. I've I've pulled back in a lot of my hours. But as I said, I'm at the point now that I'm excited going into 2024. I don't have it all figured out, but I just I'm very content. I And again, I cannot fully explain it because I'm still as such in the middle of it. But I've done, you know, a lot of deep diving, a lot of research, if you want to say self-research into everything that's going on within me more so than around me to try and figure this out, to try and just shift a few things that, you know, broken thoughts that I have there. And it's just a very peaceful way to finish off the year. So it's not like it's not in any way the way that I wanted my year to end. Like I I decided not to have any workshops um happen in December, which that hasn't been the case in the past number of years, but I had to, I had to do that for, for, for my own well-being. Um, and it's fantastic because it has given me the time to continuously delve in and figure things out. So it's lovely. There's a great sense of pride that I have for myself finishing off 2023. So yeah, that is, that's, that's how I'm feeling. It's amazing. Um, It's been an absolute honor to speak with you um, this morning, Celine. Um, So to end um, this beautiful episode, and thank you so much for for having me on the the hot seat, asking (laughs) you the questions for a change. Um, As I said, it's been an honor. Um, So I guess we're coming up to Christmas time Mm -hmm. and the whole meaning of Christmas. Christmas means different things to different people. But in Celine's world, what does Christmas mean? Oh, such a question. Oh, my goodness. That is so good. Um, Okay. In good old Celine fashion, this is not going to be in a sentence. You could be here for a while, folks. <laughs> so you could. You could. Um, I adore Christmas. I have always adored Christmas for the reason of the joy that we can feel within ourselves, that we can bring about for ourselves. Um, I love it. That sparkle, that fun, that excitement, the hustle and bustle of it. I love it. I adore it. I don't have a huge presence with my with my religion. So celebrating Christmas can be seen as a contradiction. And I do I do get that. But I choose to to continue to celebrate it but I love what I've what I've done we we spoke about boundaries a while back I love what I've done I have changed you know quite a number of things with how I celebrate Christmas over the past number of years so that I don't get caught up on the in the panic and spend spending an endless amount of money and bringing more presence into it as in our actual you know presence not wrapped up presents in with ribbons and bows and all of that stuff um that when because it is the end of the year and like what a way to finish off the year being around family and friends and loved ones and just 
it's just it's a fabulously joyous time of the year and yeah I've just I, I I celebrate it very very differently and it's it's great that I don't get caught up too much I won't say they won't get caught up full stop but I don't get caught up in the things that you know that society has brought in over the course of you know years what we should be spending and how Christmas should look and all of that stuff but yeah I just I think it's just a fabulous way to finish off the 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 a year to know and yeah. that that to me just sounds like the true meaning of of Christmas and it definitely brings in all the things of what we, we spoke about today and that gratitude and being being content and being happy with who we are as people and what we have to offer the world and yeah I think it, it ends the podcast very beautifully so thank you so much Siobhan as I said to you this is <laughs> this is just what I wanted a lovely way to to finish off the year the tuned in podcast for 2023 and as I said you instantly when I thought of this <laughs> idea you come into my head so thank you my dear Thank you for being in my life. Thank you. Thank you.